Hey fuckers, welcome back to episode 4 of Hatsune Miku's Crackhouse. I'm your host, as always, Sam Kingma. Join me, my best friend and co-host, Miles J. Miles, how you doing this week? You know what? I'm 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 doing just fine and dandy. Uh I think. I don't know. It's hard to feel things in quarantine. Can you list one thing you accomplished this week since we recorded last week's show that you've accomplished in your time in quarantine? Uh, I can list something I accomplished that had middling success. That's fine. Yes. Uh, so I, I, I was working on a, I'm working on a concept for a, a series, uh, and I, I pitched it to my parents for funding, and my pitch went great. They didn't listen, uh, the whole time, though. <laughs> so... <laughs> At the end, they were just like, all right, how much money do you want? And I'm like, I will take that reaction. I'm fine. <laughs> no, that's uh, that's great. I mean, here's the thing. At the end of the day, you at least got, you at least got money. You know, I, always, I got my money. Yeah. I always, I always get such a joy whenever it comes up, whenever like mom will ask me about whatever I'm watching or whatever I'm doing. And just, I always got to explain it. Like there's two, there's two situations that come to mind where I just got back from seeing justice league in theaters. I went like by myself to see that movie. What a miserable fucking experience. <laughs> by the way. I don't know. Like, like here's the deal. Like here's the deal. I kind of like BVS. Like it's like a b- b- huge meme and it's really fucking funny and the fight's good. And that's all I give a fuck about. Um, but I remember I get back from Justice League and it's just so boring. It's, it's just such a nothing movie. It's like, it's very, it's not offensive at all, which makes it obscenely offensive. Because uh, it, it did nothing but waste my time. Uh, which is one of the worst uh, atrocities you can commit against me is waste my time. So but, Captain um, Marvel. But I get back from the theater and I know my mom's like doing laundry and she's like, Sam, how was the movie? I'm like, well, mom, in order to explain my thoughts in this movie, we need to go back to... Man of Steel, and I got to give you all this context. <laughs> so I end up trying to explain to her basically just how the DCEU is, is just fucking stupid um, for 15 minutes, and she didn't give a fuck. And then the other, um, the other time this happened was I was I was watching I was at dinner I was wrapping up my dinner and I was watching I was working through Stardust Crusaders at the time. She's like, "What are you watching?" I'm like, yeah, "I'm watching JoJo's Bizarre Adventure," and she's like, "What's that about?" And I'm like, "Fuck." Do you got two hours? <laughs> here's my uh, here here's my philosophy on life, which is that you're you're you, when when your parents don't share your interests, like don't even bother, don't even bother, because like I I was I wouldn't have pitched this normally if it wasn't for the fact that like shit's expensive, yeah, uh, and I and I was like, look, I want to split it fifty fifty. I will fund most of it. The both of you can fund half of it between the two of you. So twenty five twenty five. I'm still the yeah. majority, like basically majority shareholder. Yeah. Um, but <laughs> you should technically, if, if, if you want to, if you want to have full control, you should technically be paying 51%. Well, yeah, that's true. All right. Yeah. I'll, yeah, that's a good point. Um, but, um, the, the, uh, but like, I, I was sort of just like, I was like, the whole point of this is not to interest them. It's just to show them like, look, here is the product. Here's what I have. Uh, it's not a bunch of bullshit and you're not banking on an idea. You're banking on like a, uh, you know, a yeah, concept you, you have, fully fledged. yeah, you have some level, you have something physical to show them yeah, and say, that's, that was the entire yeah. point of the presentation. Got a hundred percent. Yeah. But I, I was like, I know this isn't their, I was like, this isn't their kind of thing. Like yeah. I, I'm aware of that. Um, so I wasn't, I wasn't like looking for their approval, but like it, it, it is, it is a really interesting, like. It, it is a very interesting and, and really weird 
experience, like, because I'll, I'll explain to people, like, yeah, I, I said this to my, my parents, and, like, they asked me about this, and I, like, gave them the barest bones answer, because, like, I know they don't care. Um, <laughs> and, and it's, I, I think, I think people find that upsetting. I'm not sure. Yeah, well, I think it just comes from a place of, of just people want to be able to connect with their families over the shit they like. Well, but parents are people, too. Like, if you're, like, I am not interested in a lot of things. I should understand they're not as well. Yeah, 100%. Like, and, and that's sort of just how you got to treat it. Like, I mean, me personally, it's like, yeah, you know, like, I'm definitely not going to be able to connect with, with, um, my, my, you know, I'm not going to be able to connect with my family over, you know, over fucking anime. Like, trust me, I tried. I showed, uh, because uh, cause my bro- my younger brother basically was like, I don't like cartoons because I can't relate to any of the characters. He's one of those people. He's like, I like live action shows because I am I mean I have a I'm able to connect more with the characters, which doesn't really connect with me. But I, I get where he's coming from. And, I was, and basically, it was like cartoons for kids. I'm like, dude, let me just show you this one scene where Jorno gets his fucking arms ripped off, and it's the most disgusting thing I've ever fucking seen. And I watched it. He's like, I still don't get it, man. Like. <laughs> Like it's like I still think it's for for kids. I'm like, all right, cool. There's no there's no gr- real you know ground here for me. But we all like playing poker. <laughs> you know, there's other yeah. you know there's other shit we partake in that you know we can all sit down and have a good time doing. And I don't know. You just gotta find your. You just gotta find you know. What do you what do you guys what do y'all like? What do y'all relate to? Well, it's a good thing that we went over the plot of a Weekenders episode on our podcast today. If you, if you wanted this lesson, you could have watched a really entertaining show, and probably around the same minute mark as this, would have gotten that lesson uh, from from professional writers versus us. So so make sure to watch The Weekenders instead of listening you know, to I, our podcast. I remember you you mentioned to me back in college, you're like, dude, I'm a big fan of The, the Weekenders. I'm like, this show looks like fucking dog shit. But I gave it I gave it a chance. I'm like, I'm just going to watch like an episode of it. I ended up like knocking out like 10. Or a dozen episodes. Of that shit's hilarious. It that actually shit is hilarious. Obscenely funny. Can I get a map to the end of that sentence? Uh, that, just, that's <laughs> one of the best lines I've ever fucking heard. I wish I knew what. what I, I wish I knew what, what. Tito, right? That's his fucking name. Tito, yeah. Yeah, well, no, t- what does his mom say in that scene? I think. Basically, I think she's talking about, like, being yourself. Um. And she's like, she basically says something along the lines of like, well, nobody else is going to like you if you don't like you. So if you don't like you, then how can you expect anyone to like you for you? And he's like, can I get a map to the end of that sentence, please? <laughs> so good. I I was, uh, you know, I was shocked when I watched it. I'm like, this is, this is good. Like, shit. Like, this is great. Wish, wish real TV was good. <laughs> You know, it's weird because, like, I don't relate to movie or TV show characters at all. Like, live action characters. Uh, I just, like, I don't know. I just don't. Like, people are like, oh, the protagonist is so relatable. And I'm like, who? This guy? Like, like I'm, I'm like, every movie protagonist is relatable. All of them. Because because when, when you watch a live action film, you're like, you have this base level of like, oh, I'm also a human being. Yeah, I, I exactly. Like, that's sort of my thing is like, because I saw what I would call a, a bo- I saw a boomer classic. I, I saw I watched a boomer classic the other day. It's super normie on Crackhouse for a sec. I watched When ha- Harry Met Sally for the first time. Have you seen oh, that's this a great movie? Film. Yeah, yeah, it's 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 great. But like, I can't relate to Billy Crystal at all. I'm not that witty or funny. <laughs> like, <laughs> yeah, well, well, that's that's the funny thing about it is people are always like, oh, the protagonist is boring, and I'm like, yeah, I'm sure you're boring in real life too. That's why exactly. they made him that way. 
I don't like the idea of relatable characters. I can understand if like, it's like, oh, I like watching this person or I like watching this TV show because I can relate to this character, this group of characters, whatever. Part of the reason why I like the in-betweener so much is because I, I have a strong kinship with the like the main four like friends. That's not a good selling point for me. <laughs> That's not a selling point. It'd be like, dude, you got to watch X show. The characters are so relatable. I'm like, they're probably not to me and they but probably think, aren't to you. I think, I think that's the big problem with a lot of TV shows and a lot of like what I indulge in is that I, I don't care really. I don't, I don't give a shit about like the, the I, I don't necessarily like give a shit about a character relating to me as far as like their temperament or anything like that. It's, it's really like what the struggle is that they're going through that, that, that matters to me. Uh, you know, it's like, what, what are their principles? What, what do they deal with? How do they deal with it? Like, do you want a character that, that deals and reacts the same way that you would not, not just like, Oh, I also live in a house. Yeah. Oh, I'm also, I was also a teenager. Cause I, I never related to like teenage movie flicks or, <laughs> Oh, no, not at all. Not, like not at all. Yeah. Like, I would watch, like, a bunch of Mumblecore movies, like, Wes Anderson shit, and I was just like, I mean, like, these are fun, I'm enjoying it, but, like, I don't relate to any of these characters because I was not that teenager. Like, I, it, it annoys me when, like, there's, like, a like a, a movie like Rushmore, um, and people are like, oh, the main character's so relatable. I'm like, what, because he collects bugs or whatever the fuck he does? Yeah, and... And that's sort of my thing is like, because I'm trying to, because I'm, I'm thinking about it more and more. And there are definitely pieces of media where, where I like strongly connected with them or I rate them way higher than maybe some of my contemporaries just because I do relate to it on just such a deeply personal level. Um, like a perfect example, I think is like, I think American Vandal season one specifically is the most accurate portrayal of high school put to screen I have ever seen in my entire life. Because... Every show about high school that takes place in high school or a high school it is always some heightened fictional Middle Earth ass realm that's completely separate from our own. Where like the Ned's Declassified. Yeah, uh, exactly. Like Ned's Declassified, or if you even want to go like more the more like drama focused route, like you, you know, to take like Thirteen Reasons, you know, one of my personal favorite guilty pleasures, or like Degrassi or any of that shit. It's like school. School doesn't work like this. You can't just leave whenever you want. You don't have complete freedom when you're 15 years old. I I love I love how many scenes happen in the hallways, and all I can think is like your your classroom is probably on the other side of the school. Like you got you gotta go, man. Yeah, you exactly. Like like back when I was in high school, we had I think it was six minutes between classes. I you can't five. be chilling. Like you can't be you can't be chilling, especially if you're in a a sizable high school. Have you, have you ever had, like, an emotional heart-to-heart -heart with someone before going to class? Like, it... No! No, you do Definitely that shit on not. your own time. Exactly. You do that save for after school or before school or, like, when you have a significant period off. The one that always gets me, the, the meme that always throws me for a fucking loop is, Hey, man, you want to ditch fourth period? I'm like, what? You can't, you can't get away with that shit. At least not where, not where I went to fucking school. You can't just leave for a period and come back and expect everything to be fine. These, these teachers take attendance. You're just <laughs> telling me, like, all these teachers are, are out there about to hit a fucking fat bong hit, not teaching at all. 
Like, what are these kids? Like, literally, like, what are these kids doing? It's like they have complete control of the asylum. It's insane. That's why I get. That's why I love like these Lifetime like high school movies specifically because you know I always talk about my love of Lifetime, but I specifically love all the ones that take place in high school and have PSA energy to them like are you familiar with any of these lifetime movies outside of like the choking games like uh, cyberbully is my personal favorite which one was that oh cyberbully Cyber Bully. yes yeah no cyberbully fucking iconic like actually super iconic the best the best scene in the in the show is is when she's trying to get the cap suicide. off yeah exactly I can't I can't get the cap off. she's trying to take the pills to kill herself and she's st- she's spoiled by a childproof lock it's so fucking funny. Also, when they have to explain to you what the block button is, that shit's amazing. And the, and the, the elaborate, the elaborateness of the cyberbullying. Like, I've never been cyberbullied. But, like, like the, they, they do, like, films. Like, they make, like, short films. Uh, and, and like, <laughs> the chat room is, is, like, a is like an Omegle chat room where everyone has, yeah. like, these... Oh, wait, no, I'm mistaking that with She's Too Young. Yeah, um, oh, my God. So, She's Too Young is was my favorite until probably here's the deal i've rewatched she's too young like months ago i have not seen choking games since it aired what i love about she's too young is like she's too young is about a fucking syphilis outbreak <laughs> it's about one girl sucked some guy's dick this 14 year old chick like who uh, you know is in band and does well or whatever but she's not popular Wants to be popular for some reason and just becomes edgy and sucks this guy's dick and gets syphilis in her mouth. I love, I love Emergence. Absolutely love Emergence. What a great doujin. I, oh, Metamorphosis, you mean? Why do you call it Metamorphosis? It's Emergence. I, I, I know it as both names, but I always recognize it as, like, when I see the girl, who, by the way, is in our thumbnail, one of our great details. Shout out to Flying Toaster. I, oh, way, yeah, our, yeah, it is. Who did our um? Who did our uh, our yes. awesome, amazing you can, you can uh, see podcast icon? You can see um. I for totally forgot her name, but the main character, the first, Saki. the iconic first panel of Metamorphosis, isn't it? It's Saki, right? Saki, yes. Yeah. yeah. You know, I I read the first like half of Metamorphosis. You couldn't, you couldn't do it. Well, here, no. What happened was I actually got super drunk. And read it, and I was like, "This is so." I was like reading it through. I'm like, "This is so fucked up." And then I get to the got to the shit um, with her and her dad, and I'm like, "This shit's crazy. This shit's nuts." <laughs> kind of like how I make fun of everyone who who recommended me Tiger King. Uh, <laughs> this this Saki's crazy. She's doing all these drugs and is getting raped by her dad. It's like holy shit. Um, and I never got around to finishing it, but I'm like, I do want to see where this ends. So I just read like a synopsis of the last second half. Pretty crazy. I thought it would go even further, honestly. Maybe because I'm just that fucked up. Uh, it go. I mean, it goes pretty far. It, like, it does. I I think I need to read the the second half to get the full effect. I think. Yeah. No. The, I I will say this. It has maybe one of my favorite panels in in any dojin, and and it's not like a like a hot panel or like even a funny panel. It's like it's like art. It's so yeah. fucking good. It, it's it, um, is it is it the one where she's like looking in the the mirror, right? Oh, that that one is so fucking good. And she smashes the mirror with her face. Yeah, it's it's good. Like it's like like that's that's like that's like the end of MGS five. Like it's <laughs> <laughs> like 
when Venom Snake looks at himself covered in blood and he's got the big horn. I'm like, this is like the same thing. And but it, it's like it's such a good character moment when she puts her glasses back on and like she like that's the only thing that she kind of recognizes the old part of herself with anymore. And she like literally can't even see herself. It's like so fucking good. I mean, it's not it's not the most artistic pornographic work. I, I would say that's rants. Yeah, um, and it's definitely not fun to jack off to either. It's oh no, real. you don't read you don't read it for the sexual content. You read it for the narrative. Exactly, exactly. That's sort of the the fun thing about emergence is it pins itself and it's set up like a porno, basically, like like yeah. any of these dojins. It's it's basically a lifetime PA or a PSA in a way, but, isn't it? But like here, no, because Lifetime doesn't get this crazy. Well, no, but but it has the same energy of like of like oh, it's a slippery slope. Oh, for sure. Oh, a hundred a hundred percent. Where it's like, yep, like don't don't get involved with bad boyfriends because it just it throws you down the throws you on the downward spiral. I will say the ending the ending is beautiful. The ending is like so heartwarming and nice. Um... <laughs> It gets. Can we? Can we say? I want to start doing this. Can we say that emergence, parentheses metamorphosis. We can give this a crack house seal of approval, right? Oh yeah, no, a bona fide. I, mean, I, I think. If, I think it's a bona fide crack house seal of approval. If you can stomach the content, because it is extreme, and and like we don't. We if you don't don't know what metamorphosis is, I'm just gonna sum it up as lots of rape, so much rape. All the rape you could, yeah, you could never want to see. It's, it's like, right do you, there. Do you want to see someone's life just go so far down the tubes? You're, it's the it's the story for you. I can't it, really. It does have a sort of like 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 a seventies like French exploitation or not exploitation, but like a French like. There's there's some movie. Um, I'm trying to. Uh, it's not. It's not Last Tango in Paris. It's a different film. But is like, this there, the movie with the with the? I, I've spoken with a buddy of mine. Is this the movie with like the the, the ten minute assault at the beginning? Oh, of that's it? that's irreversible. Yeah, that's not it. No, no. Uh, it's it's it's. Oh my god, I forget who it stars. It's not Sigourney Weaver. It's it's like someone who you're like, really her? She didn't have to do this, probably. Um, but like, there's there's a scene where like like she's just like lying on a filthy mattress, like in the behind like a like a bar or something, and like just like ten people like just go at her, um, and it, and it's like it's like the longest it's the longest like five minutes of my life. Um, it's like it's like, do you want that? But it's a whole film. <laughs> then check out. Why, why are we recommending Emergence? Everyone's read it, but no, they haven't. You have to understand. No, I, I think everyone has. I, I mean, like, it's it's just such an iconic, it's just such an iconic meme, but only in the circles we run. I can tell you right now, I can tell you right now, a couple of my friends who are listening to this show, this is the first time they've ever heard of this. I can guarantee it. Do you think it's one of those iconic things where, where it's like, it's sort of like, um, like, it's, it's iconic in the way that, like, Pulp Fiction's iconic or, like, Bioshock is iconic, where it's like, you kind of just assume everyone's read it. Yeah, I guess, I guess, like, I mean, here's the thing, I would say, I know, like, I if you said to me, like, if you said to me, like, the, the video game community, everyone's played Bioshock, I'd be inclined to agree. Um, well, no, because I, I know lots of people who, who play video games and haven't played Bioshock, like, oh, tons of people. Yeah, but it's, but the assumption, the assumption. Yeah, yeah the assumption, yeah. yeah you, you Is there, I would, I would have definitely assumed that, we're like, with, with Metamorphosis, I think people know the meme i think people know the metamorphosis meme but you think they haven't read it 
but yeah, but I don't think they I don't think they've gone that that step further to actually read it because I've known about the 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 one seven seven o one three I think is the and hentai code I I've known about that because I mean I've been uh, I'm about to hit my my cake day my first very cake day on Reddit and like a few, I hate in you like, so a, fucking like a much. week my my <laughs> I'm about to go all normie I'm gonna make a bunch I should make a bunch of memes I want free karma even though karma has no value it's it's I, the clout of Reddit. I dude, I just, it really is. It is qu- clout quantified, and I find it so funny. I'm like, wow. Once you get past a certain point, like once you hit over like 200, I'd say 200 karma, you're good. You can kind of post anywhere because it really sucks when you first start a Reddit account. And you want to post something in like. I don't know some bull- some some one of the mainstream ones. It's like you need at least fifty karma. It's like okay, fuck fuck this shit. It's like it's like in Splatoon when you can't buy shit until you reach level four because you're not fresh enough. Dude, I hate I kind of hate shit like this. It's like just let me let me play the fucking game. Let me comment on the stupid fucking forum. I mean, like all the other comments are fucking dumb. Let me throw my hat in the ring. Just cause, don't discriminate. Just because I'm new. And you know what the problem is too? None of these, none of these subreddits ever tell you until after you send the comment. Because I remember once I I sent something and it was some uh, it was some advice Reddit. It was one of the bullshit advice Reddits. And someone was talking about what they were gonna do after school. And I basically said like get get a normie job is basically what I told the guy. I'm like I'm I've been working a normie job for six months. It's not the end of the world. And you're going to make good money. Basically. And then I typed up this whole thing, like two, three paragraphs worth, hit the send button. It's like, it got automatically taken down by the auto mod because your, your accounts need new. I'm like, well, fuck you. Did I, did I ever tell you what the normie job I did in high school was or in college? Uh, no, actually. Well, I, I had, I had two normie jobs. Um, and, and both of them were impossible to respect. The first one is I sold vinegar at a hipster market. Yes. I actually remember you selling the vinegar. Was that your sophomore year? Sophomore year, and I did nothing. That was like I, I showed up and I barely did the work, and then I got I, I got fired for doing nothing because I sat there for seven hours. Uh, <laughs> and and it's like and I got paid under the table. Like I didn't need to do the thing. Like he would text me like, "Hey, do you want to come in today?" And I'd be like, "No." <laughs> I was like such a shit employee because like I didn't, I didn't really need the money at at the time. Yeah, it was just um, one of those. It was just one of those like, man, eh, it's something to it's something to do. You treated it like. <laughs> Like they do in Persona, eh, just show up when you feel like it. Yeah, exactly. Um, and then, and then the second one, which I was more diligent about, is like I worked at a call center. Oh my god, you too? Yes, I worked at a call center, and and I think it was both like both both of us were like calling for like things we didn't actually believe in. You know How what I mean? How the fuck? Hold on, let's let's run this back. How the fuck did we both do calling in college, and we never had an extended conversation about it? I will tell you why, though. It's because that was that was at the end of of 2017, which is objectively the worst period in my life. Oh yeah, we we weren't. Yeah, I don't think we were talking. Yeah, I don't think we were talking to. I wasn't talking to anyone like at that at that period in my life. So so that's why. And then I sort of just forgot. I think I think I was. I think we talked about Mario Odyssey. It was like the only conversation we had in that era. And yeah, and it would all come back to the same points. Yeah, how I exactly. hate I hate that it has nothing to do with the world adventure, and you're like, yeah, and the controls suck. <laughs> yeah, and 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 that was it, and that was it. No, I I worked at a call center for like a Save the Bees Foundation, which like I'm aware that bees are important, but it's not important enough to me. Like I I assumed everyone else was kind of there, like because it's like it's an easy job, you can do it 
for like five or six hours. You get paid. It's not bad. And then you go home and it's like right near campus. Um, yeah. And but I was I was thinking to myself, like, I assumed that there weren't a whole lot of people who cared about the bees in that way uh, working there. Exactly. In and, they're, and then they're, it turned out, aren't. it was like, oh, no, I'm the only person who's doing this just for the money. Oh, no, I definitely I definitely had that realization when I called in, in college because I called for a I called for a company that's actually the the branch I worked at is actually no longer uh, around because uh, one of my other uh, friends. Because <laughs> Hillary Clinton didn't me. win the election. Exactly. Well, that's <laughs> honestly what happened was, was basically I'm like, I just spread lies to people over the phone during the election season for a solid like eight months. And then when everything falls through, because normally how it worked at the company was after political season was over for the first eight to 12 months after an election cycle, before we got into 2018, which would be, uh, oh shit. What do they call it? The midterm elections, I believe. Yeah, midterm elections. Yeah, I thought you would you. know this. You're the I, 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 I should. I've been kind of out of the political scene for a while. I don't mind at all. I have no interest in politics. <laughs> yeah. But I, but basically uh, we take a year off and we just do and we would do non for profit calling. So we'd call for like American Council for the Blind, um, uh, some uh, like Doctors Without Borders, raising money for, you know, just general nonprofits because, uh, you know, people would be tired after um, after an election cycle. They did it for a month. And then I came back in like January and they're like, we're going back to political calling. I'm like, this is a bad idea. And lo and behold, no one, no one wanted to donate. No one, if everyone felt like they were lied to, no money was coming in. They signed huge contracts that they couldn't fulfill. Bad news all around. Don't bite off more than you can chew is the moral of that story. But yeah, no, Colin was wild, man. I, I kind of have a sick love for, for like phone solicitation and phone calling. Like there's oh, a part too. of that, that like genuinely... Just, just, it's, it is like a thrill ride. It is like a, it's like doing a drug. Like when you get a sale, high, the high is so astronomically high, makes my entire day. But when you can't get anything done, the low is so low. It's, like, like, it's the boringest job in the world to get a billion no's. Like, oh my God. And it's painful too, especially when you, because, especially when you call people again, when you try them the first time, you try them back in a couple days. And they just get upset with you. Yeah. Well, they're supposed to say, take me off the list. Yeah, but they, but nobody knows. Either they don't know or they just don't care. Uh, and they just expect it to be done. Well, here, but, here's yeah. the thing. The, the, the way that calling works, it's like so insidious. Because, and th- this is why, like, even if you do care about these issues, like, you shouldn't feel good about working in a call center is because ultimately they're like what we want from these people is for them to give us their credit cards so then we can slowly take the money from them without them remembering that they subscribe to the service oh so you were selling a subscription uh well ideal we weren't selling a subscription basically like we, we were saying like you can donate this amount of money to save the bees um and 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 it would be like or you can add your credit card and we'll do the payment automatically. They're like, yeah, sure, give it to me. And like, and the idea is that is that we would set up like a monthly whatever, hope that they forgot that they did it, and just keep like plucking dollars from their pocket. You know, that's that, so you you guys literally did. You guys are literally you guys literally did the movie pass thing where it's oh, like, yeah. oh, we're gonna make our money back on people forgetting they have this subscription. Yeah, no, and 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 I'm sure we saved some bees. So yeah, I'm really I'm sure I'm sure all that money went to went to the bees. I'm a hundred percent sure. Of course. Well, I, re- I remember I went to the internship fair. Went to the internship fair, 
to get an internship. And then, and for some reason, this fucking call center was there. And they were like, oh, we're, we, we pay. And I was like, great. And they're like, cool. Do you care about the environment? And I was like, sure. <laughs> Who doesn't? I love the environment because it's the thing that keeps me alive. Exactly. I love the environment because if I say no, you won't give me a job. Yeah. It's like, and I'm aware that I sound like such a shitty person, but like I, I, my, my, like my stance is like, don't, don't back any, and, and this is a mistake I would only make in college. Don't back anything you don't believe in. Like it's, it's, I, I, I could say it's just a job all day, but like at the end of the day, like I, I had to leave the job because I was going back home for a month, um, on medical. Leave I mean, for it's cool. And, and like, and I just realized that I was like, they were like, okay, well come back. Cause you know, we, we haven't really found another play. And I was like, oh my God, like there, there are. This is this is a job that that I probably took from someone who wanted it. Yeah, and and, and here's the deal. Like, and I want to be I want to be very clear about this. As someone who who has uh, so so someone who identifies as as a salesman, uh, whether or not I'll be doing that in a couple months, who who knows? Probably um, not. Looking at other, I'm looking at other avenues. Um, but as someone who who will always have that this this part in my heart, don't feel bad. Like one of the one of the things I want to rival against. I always had an idea for like a series I want to do on YouTube. Uh, called like institutions that need to die and basically just the outlet to just rant about whatever's pissing me off and one of the ones i always wanted to do is job shaming because i fucking i fucking loathe job shaming like obviously like we're making fun of 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 phone solicitation now uh because it does it does suck but i i i don't i don't want ill will towards you because you work in phone sales you know do whatever i don't give a shit what you do or how you make your money. Because at the end of the day, we all got to eat. And we all got different talents. Some of which are cool. Some of which some people are little bitches and say are like, you know, not good or evil or whatever. I'm like, fuck you. Just just make some fucking money. I, I you know what? I agree. That's all I got to say. Thank you. Too, Thank guess. you for your really introspective <laughs> remark. Uh <laughs> So topics. So actually, actually, there is one thing I did want to I did want to touch base on before before we kind of get into the, to the main the main thing, just because it's really particular to me. So I just I just started I started getting into manga a little bit in our in our week in between shows. Checked out a couple stuff. Read the first like the pilot chapter I think of uh, Berserk. Oh, uh, you mean where he has an eye patch? The 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 first panel is <laughs> is his ba- is guts is bare ass. No, that's fucking yeah, a the, demon. The Black Swordsman arc. There, there yeah, the Black Swordsman. On, there is later on a pilot that is in the manga. They included it as a as as an extra at the beginning of the Lost Children arc, and it it was a shonen at the time. Okay, um, where where guts had a, a missing eye, but he had an eye patch instead of. Oh, his okay, eye not not eye patch guts, just like no. So so that's the pilot, but but what you read was just. I went to, I went to read Berserk online and scrolled all the way to the bottom and just started there. And, uh, yeah, the opening, I have nothing to say other than that opening panel is, like, the fucking funniest thing ever. Well, it, it also, it does, it does, uh, it does sort of contradict later information that we get, but uh, that's neither here nor there. I'm not, I'm not, I'm not sweating. I'm, I'm gonna, I'm gonna, I'm gonna go back to it. I, 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 I like the little bit I read. It's violent and cool. Uh, and well, b- it, it in keeps, Big Sword. It only keeps getting better. Is the yeah, thing. in Big Sword. I love, I'm obsessed with Guts' 
big ass great sword. I fucking, oh, the uh, dragon slayer. Yeah, I literally. It's like my favorite weapon in media. I just love. It's so fucking big, dude. Like it's so big. I once got into an argument with someone who was one of those like, but laws of physics people. Oh no! Um, so so here's the thing. It. It, he can't pull it over his shoulder. It's too long. I think it's like a metallic clip. Maybe they explain it. I don't know. Um, but I think it's it's got. I think it's like a magnet. I think he's using some kind of magnet to hold it to his back. That's my headcanon. I don't really give a shit. Well, what, but basically, like his argument was like the manga sucks because the sword is too big and he wouldn't be able to carry it. And I was like, see. Fuck, and, the, and fuck I was these like, people. Yeah, and fuck I was like, these people. as someone who's read the manga, let me explain something. He's like, it would be a, such a huge disadvantage for him. And I was like, no, Guts is really fast. That's his thing, is that he's stupid fast all the time. He he is the fastest thing alive with an iron skillet attached to his back. It's a shield. Uh, it's it's uh, a fucking cleaver. It's a slab of iron. Uh, and he's still stupid fast with it. That's what sets him apart from other, like, berserker-type characters who have really slow, uh, lumbering kinds of things. He he is... He's able to swing it and move very quickly. That, that's... There's, like, a panel that shows how fast he is in one of the later ones. I'm, I'm like, do you, like, do you have something better to do? <laughs> I just... Yeah. I'm, I'm... I hate, like, the... And I get it. Like, here's the deal. Like, if... if like like the Neil deGrasse Tyson types, like I get it, because I I just I kind of uh, can appreciate where like where like a character like Neil is coming from, where he's like it obviously doesn't work like this, and I'm also like autistic and it bothers me because I know it doesn't work like this, but you're displaying it like this, so I'm gonna get mad. I get where you're coming from, and I can feel you, but also I don't care because it's a fucking pretend drawing. Well, the the one the ones that I love are are when like it'll be like New Year's and Neil deGrasse Tyson will be like. Just a reminder that New Year's is arbitrary in the grand idea of space. And I'm just like, you're fucking... You're such, I you're love such it. A I, I'm, I know clown. he's... Because he, here's the thing. He does it because it's self-aware and it gets some clicks and it gets controversy. Oh, but, yeah, of course. But, like, it's it's like one of these things that's just, like, so stupid. It's, like, such a stupid gimmick. I know. I'm, I, I, this is why I don't follow him. Uh, but yeah, the other... I, the I mean, other... But, but you know what? You don't have to fucking follow him. Exactly. But to still end up in your fucking life yeah he'll still end up on your fucking feed because your dumbass friend from high school fought, like likes all his tweets so you're gonna always see the the big ones and you know fucking whatever but the other the other manga that i started reading it, it was stone ocean now normally i would have saved this for the jojo episode except for the fact that i started stone ocean and it's about a fucking prison miles do you know how obsessed i am with prison no <laughs> i am what? no so so <laughs> one i i gang i have a huge kink for prison dude i fucking love media that takes place in prison media that's about prison media that's about people in prison I fucking live for this shit. And I don't know what it is about prison. I think it's just because it's the last bastion in our real world of just pure jungle insanity. Like prison is an objectively horrible place where it is so clear when you hear stories. Cause like one of my favorite things I did uh, back when I was working a couple months ago is uh, 
the rise of uh, Larry Lawton, who is a well-known jewel thief, like biggest in the United States, wrote a book and he started a YouTube channel. He's become pretty popular and he was doing like stories from his ba- taken from his book. And I you know, read and I listened to all the chapters of, of him in like jail. And then when he went to prison, all the stories he told, I'm like, this is insane that this shit really happened. And it's like, it's like, wow, prison exists on our earth it's not a fictional story we're just the laws that we just kind of just take for granted just don't matter anymore and i'm just and i've become just super fascinated by prison and its culture and all this shit so when i open up jojo part six and it's about prison with stands are you fucking kidding me and I've only read like 13 chapters. I don't really have that much to say no, about only it. Only 13. Other than, well, it's like 158, and it's, you know, you could re- knock out 13 chapters probably like an hour. I'm kind uh, of yeah, a slow monger. I'm kind of a slow monger eater. Maybe because I'm fucking a dumbass, but I have a little, I, it takes me a little bit of time to adjust to the reading. And there, and sometimes I have to like reread a page over again because I miss, I misread it. You'll be doing that a lot with part six. Yeah. It, some of it's a little. A little, a little confusing. Uh, only thing I have to comment on is 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 Jotaro's fit though, and um, that purple, <laughs> that purple ass getup. Oh, and and his his snakeskin pants. Yeah, it's so fucking funny. And his croc skin boots. And then, uh, and and the and then uh, there's this part where, where where Jolene's like, like I'm gonna call. Him. I just so so in this part. They, I guess the characters just name their stands. Like, they're just like, I'm going to call him Goo Goo Dolls. I'm like, that makes no sense. That makes fucking no sense. I get, like, it makes a, like, a little bit of sense. Like, an ounce of sense. But it, it, I always thought it was, like, some spiritual shit. Not you just made up the name. By the way, also, one of the funniest panels in manga existence is you open up one of the early chapters. It says, Disney World. Green Dolphin Street State Prison. <laughs> Key West. It's like, it really? These are the only three things that matter? Disney well, World, Green State, Green Dolphin Street State Prison, and uh, and Key West? The, I, did they not have the Space Center? Kennedy Space Center? Uh, no, I'm pretty sure though. There was one more thing that was also listed, but it was also... It wasn't like Miami or anything. It was just like, oh, this is like... I, so are you sure it? Are you sure it wasn't Kennedy Space Center? It might have, may or may not have been. I don't know if Kennedy Space Center plays into the plot or not. I'm sure it fucking does. But yeah, JoJo reading it, fun. It's good. That's all I have to say about that. Uh, prison's cool. Don't go. <laughs> don't go. Yeah. Thanks. <laughs> thanks for the advice, man. Don't. If it's one thing I learned from from all my from all my my studies about prison, it's don't. <laughs> Don't commit crime. I'm trying to think now because, like, what what is the genre that I have like a bizarre inclination to? Like, you know, I I feel like everyone has that one thing where it's like, oh, this is this is what I'm interested in, no matter yeah, what. Yeah, well, the it's like because I think about like I think like a a, a a famous like podcast example, like like a popular podcast, like my favorite murder. Don't advertise other people's podcasts. I'm not telling you to listen to it. I, I listened to the first episode. I thought it was okay, but it's a popular show. It's a fucking objective fact. But like my favorite murder started because these two like um these two chicks met in like uh like at a party and they both found out that they were just obsessed with like murder 
like people dying and getting killed and like serial killers and shit and like that's how the show started where they would just spin these stories of, of real people getting fucking axed but yeah what is what is your bizarre like story fetish because we all know you like anime girls like smoking pipes well and that's like well, I'm, bizarre I'm trying to weird, think about like what what is a, like what is the particular i mean like obviously like i like i wonder i mean I, like the problem is like a lot of it is is just more aesthetic based than story based like i have a thing for like vocaloid kind of like unabashedly kitschy anime like aesthetic but like that's not a story necessarily yeah is is there like i'm trying to think is there like a like an oddly specific kind of story that like you've noticed i'm always like yep no this is i guess i guess one of them is is i have an obsession with 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 like mgs3 style like soldiers who are at the expense of their government i always find those really interesting uh, but but that one's like kind of understandable. Like your prison thing is fucking bizarre. Yeah, and like and also too, cause like I I have no ink. I have like no ounce of criminal intent in my body uh, either. It's I'm just like I'm just so just just fascinated by it. And I think like with you, cause I can't think of anything like setting wise. Like the one thing I will say in like when I when I speak with you and like and you tell me about like stories or. Uh, games or just pieces of media that really connect with you it's always about like a, a major like, it's always about like the protagonist or the main character has some major like revelation or like life-changing perspective happen over the course of the narrative like like with guts or like johnny uh from steel ball run or um kind of how snake changes over the course of like mgs3 that's just something i've always noticed as like your friend is you've always oh yeah to, uh, like, dimitri those from from fire emblem three houses yeah i i i, I assumed he changes a lot because he wears an eye patch in the second half he changes so much it's 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 he's one of my new favorite characters for sure yeah sounds great you sent your <laughs> yeah what can i say i the, look the right and the left i can't tell the difference yep they're the same I don't, fucking I, I don't see left and right, baby. Yeah. All I see are people holding hands. And, exactly. And, and who, who need to get along. Because <laughs> I'm a centrist motherfucker. I love Dimitri Centrist Blotted or Bladed. I'm not sure how his last name is pronounced. I don't care. Um, probably Bladed. Uh, that I mean, that's a big one. I think the other one is, is stories about, like, towns. But, like, like, the focus of the town is, like, a central protagonist kind of wandering through said town and like oh yeah oh yeah yeah. i always get a good i always like those those stories too where like the location as like a character i always find fun well well i was thinking about like one of my favorite jrpgs that everyone says has a sucky story and it does but like i'm like i'm like yo we stand xenoblade chronicles x uh because that game is like the the story isn't the plot it's literally new los angeles and the way that it evolves and changes and everyone in it kind of has beef with each other um or or some kind of relationship with each other and and uh and you got to do all their fucking quests uh or you got to bring them along with you on your map exploration thing to see everything there is in the game and it literally is like i've I've described it as it's like a persona game or like diamond is unbreakable or it's like it we're just in this town and and we have a guide through this town, which is your your character, and uh, but but ultimately, like it it is about just like this constant like 
you know, oh, here's a new discovery today. Yeah, I, uh, yeah, I, I never got a, I never actually got around to playing X. I remember when, like, the first trailer came out, and I was hopeful about the Wii U. Fucking funny thinking back to that. Um, but I remember just being so unbelievably excited for that game, and I got it for, like, Christmas that year. And I don't even think I opened it from the shrink wrap. I think I still have it. I had the exact same experience with the first Xenoblade, actually. See, I um, I think it was like I think I got into it because I watched like Chugga Conroy play it when he was when he was doing his Let's Play a couple years. That was actually play, play many years ago. That was when I was in high school. Um, I remember like finding a copy for like fifty bucks. I'm like, this game looks sick. Like I want to play it. I played like twenty hours of it. I had a good enough time. I want to play the the definitive edition. I was I'm very happy with how that that's shaping up. Yeah, no, me too. It, it's it's kind of good because I waited uh, to play the definitive edition, so I'm excited for that. I'm yeah, I'm very excited to to see it. I hope it runs well on the Switch. I would love to play it on like I would just love to play it on my TV. I, I've come to realize this with my playthrough of like Cold Steel and like Persona Three, like these really big RPGs that I've just already put in a lot of time into that. I, and this is going to get me in a lot of trouble, I think, probably, like, I do not get the appeal of, like, RPGs on handheld at all. No, I can agree with that. I, let me rephrase that, because I do understand where, where the point is coming from, because people are always like, well, I want to chip away at it, oh, if it's, if it's portable, I can play it in more situations, I can work at it, I can get through a bit more of the grindy section, stuff like that, but... That kind of is what disconnected me from like Persona 4 Golden was yeah, it's a watered down experience. Like you're 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 essentially like you're not focusing on the entirety of the game. You're tuning in and out at your leisure. Yeah, and I don't want to and I don't want to do that for that game and I want to play it. Like I want to sit down and play it for a minimum of 3 hours and get invested in and get involved and kind of forget about what's happening around me and just, you know, zone in. I think gaming is at its best when I forget about everything that's happening and I just get so involved in the game in hand that I forget I was playing a game. Um and that's always a great experience, that's always a great moment whenever that happens. Uh, and that's, and I have really struggled to do that on handheld. And I guess that's part of the reason I think I've just fallen out of, in love with like handheld gaming in general. Oh, which, no, I never liked handheld gaming. Like it was yeah. just never for me. Well, I, I think it was, I, you know what it was? I think it was a lack of like, I just don't go anywhere. First of all, I just don't go anywhere. Second, second of all, I just want to, I just want to play it. I want to like actually get comfortable and play it. Like I can't. I can't be hunched over my Vita for five hours to play Persona. Is there anything and, more pathetic than sitting alone in your room and willingly choosing to play on your Vita or 3DS? Over, it's horrible. Over something else, yeah. I mean, like, the 3DS, the 3DS sucks. I, I'm just gonna come out and say it. I fucking hate that piece of shit. I think it's a hunk of junk. Uh, and it's got some good games, for sure. I'm not gonna, like, deny that. But I just hate having to touch it like i hate having to, to open it and play it and it was just always such a pain in the ass to the point where like there were great games that i was like no I'm just not even gonna bother like bravely i default, just i just picture people like i just picture people like alone in their room like on the edge of their bed like like willingly choosing to play a, a ds or a 3ds and and there's your ps3 or whatever your you know your wii u is like directly across from you and it's like, all you gotta do is reach your hand over, press the power button, and a wonderful world of HD glory is right in front of you. With a exactly, controller like, with a second fucking stick. Yeah, and like, and hey, thank you, thank you, because that's always been the other thing too, is like, is all these, because here's the problem, all these handheld, ever since the DS ended, 
like the Vita's whole gimmick when it came out was it's console gaming on the go. The Switch's whole whole gimmick is it is a console and a handheld at the same time. And it's like I don't want of console gaming on the go. Like if you're going to do something handheld, have it be a handheld experience. And that's why I think I like the DS so much is cuz the DS was like, "Hey, we have two screens. We have a stylus. It's portable." Let's make the fucking most of it. And I think we see, like, I think if we look at the games industry as a whole, some of the most interesting, unique games from really talented developers came out on the DS. I mean, like, look at Ghost Trick. You can't put that anywhere else. I, yeah, I will say I liked the DS. And, and, I, and I think it is because it was just so gimmicky. And, and it was gimmicky in a way that, that challenged people to make things. And, and it was inexpensive, too. So, like, if a developer was like, uh, we're going to make a DS game, it's probably going to be relatively cheap, and it's going to sell like hotcakes. Yeah. So, you know, it's like it, you, you essentially got to be really creative, make something relatively small, and it would probably turn a profit. And, like, meanwhile, the 3DS, it's just like, it's like a tinier Wii. Yeah, well, exactly. It's And, and also, too, like, because here's the deal was, like, you look at like the the DS and the the DS the DS gimmick is basically it's like first of all we're a a souped like a fucking hard souped up Game Boy Advance, um we can like to the point where you can have like Mario like a remake Mario sixty four and it actually looked like pretty fucking good, um considering like the hardware and stuff you can have like three D models you can have all this shit, um but you also have two two screens to play with which is like a unique new thing that no other consoles had before and you also have like a weird pen stylus with like touch added too which was kind of the first instance of like actual physical touch being a part of a a game and how you can set that up and you got a lot of interesting ideas out of that the 3ds is like worth games are 3d and you look at how that gimmick turned out to the point where like games released and so yeah there's no 3d (laughs) like yeah, because it sucked and it was lame. Yeah, because it sucked and it was annoying and you couldn't do it and it hurt your eyes and you like, because where do most people play their handheld games? In a car, maybe on a train if they have to commute, shit like that. You know where the 3DS fucking sucks? When you're all jittering around, you can't hold the damn thing still. Fucking horrible idea. Just a terrible fucking system. I I'm 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 gonna th- I'm gonna throw down my cards in the table right now. I I love the Wii U, and I would rather own a Wii U and five games than a 3DS and 50 games. You know, let me actually let me actually think about this because I also like f- kind of fucking hate the Wii U. Like I've just grown like I, as I have as we move further and further away from like the system's heyday. For, you know, in massive fucking air quotes around that heyday, by the way. I just get mad. I just get upset. Because here's the deal. Everyone's defense of, like, the Wii U was that it was, like, like oh, but it had good games. It's kind of like the Dreamcast. I'm like, fuck you. You didn't own a fucking Dreamcast. Like, the Dreamcast is, like, Sega producing, like, hit after hit after hit. Like, a hundred games on on the Dreamcast, all of which are excellent, excellent games, both for the time and even going back today. The Wii U is like Nintendo at its most mediocre, lukewarm. Like, you're telling me any of, like, you're telling me, like, Mario 3D World, like, holds a candle to, like, any of the other 3D Mario games that came before it on previous home systems, or even, like, the 2D ones. When, like, World dropped on, like, Super Nintendo. Like, you're telling me 3D World holds a candle on any of that shit? 
No, no, of course not. But I, I don't consider Mario to be one of the, like one of the best games on the Wii U at all. Oh, I oh, I, and I can definitely appreciate that. I mean, like, what are what are some of your like personal favorite like Wii U games? Because a couple of mine are like Tropical Freeze, which I think is fucking incredible. Masterpiece on a good day. I also love Pikmin Three. I think that game is fucking a stunning and a, a tragedy. It's not on Switch yet. Uh, yeah. Well, I mean, here's the thing. The problem is that the amount of games from the Wii U that I can like really like champion are getting ported to Switch. Like, it was like I never played the Wonderful One Hundred One, but I know that's a favorite of many people. Um, Xenoblade Chronicles X, I think Splatoon 1 is better than Splatoon 2 by 8 trillion miles. Yeah. Um, uh, Pikmin 3, as you said, uh, Fatal Frame 5, I think is awesome. Um, and I, I'm actually, I'm actually, I'm gonna, th- I'm gonna throw this one out there. I think Star Fox Zero is fucking sick. Oh, you, you like it? I do, yes. I have no, I, so, so funny, funny thing about Star Fox Zero. So I haven't played it and I've literally... Looks pretty. That's really all I can say. I haven't touched it, so I don't know how the gyro controls are. However, when that game got announced, like, officially, I remember saying, and I, I wish I had some kind of text proof to, to prove it, so you'll just have to take my word. I remember saying, I'm like, this game is probably going to be gyro only. Bunch of people made fun of me. Look how that turned out. Yeah. No, I mean, it, that was obvious. Y- yeah. Like, I just still can't believe they went ahead and did it. Like, <laughs> Why the fuck not? You know, like I, I why the fuck not? not? I mean, and and I I think the problem is that people think gyro controls are really fucking bad, and I'm like, no, you're just bad. Gyro controls are 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 great and really helpful when implemented properly. The the problem is that the is that the the screen is less reliable than the Wii U gamepad. I think that's the I, issue. Exactly. Like there, there's there's a myriad of issues specifically with like Star Fox Zero and like. Like the the problem is not the gyro. The problem is is the the combination of using the two screens together at once and and, and making your eyes do a fucking dance. Um, because it's it's not like a, the DS where you know you look down at a DS or even a 3DS, both screens are in your direct vision. Uh, and you can micromanage that where you kind of have to you know bob your head up and down when it comes to like playing zero. Well, well, yeah. Well, let me say this because like. Because I, I was thinking about about this. I was like, I tried playing Fatal Frame 1, and I was like, this this shit sucks. Uh, it's, 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 just to go on a, a tangent after this, because I'm going to, I'm going to finish my thought first before I do that thing. Um, but, uh, I was, I was thinking Fatal Frame 1, this kind of sucks. I was playing Fatal Frame 2, I'm like, this is better, but like, I'm not like, you know, I'm, I, I just, I hate how it controls. I hate how it plays. Um, and then I played Fatal Frame 5. And I was, I was like, this shit fucking slaps. And it was because, like, even though the controls were clunky, like, kind of tank controls, that sort of thing, like, a, a billion environments were reused and redone. It is the best way to implement a camera as as a gameplay mechanic you could possibly imagine. Oh, yeah, um, Pokemon Snap, yeah. baby. Pokemon Snap, yeah. but horror. Pokemon, Pokemon Snap, but throw it on the Wii U. That shit would have been fire. Uh would have been fire red even um but but yeah so so you're thinking like like you have you have this camera and it's a horror game um and i just remember thinking i was like if this was not on the wii u would i even like it and i was like probably not because 
the camera just wouldn't be as fun. There is nothing, like, there is something, like, scary, but in a way where you're grinning your fucking face off when you're you're holding the gamepad in front of you and there's a mechanic where it's like, oh, no, the ghost's in front of you. Grab the screen. And when you're playing on a TV, it's it's like, okay, yeah, well, you know, it's, it's tiny. It's on my TV. When you have the gamepad, like, and the ghost is, like, three inches away from your face, you're like, this is so cool. This is yeah. so much fun. I I've always I never played Maiden of Black uh, Blackwater. I'm just disgusting Blackwater creatures. Sure. Oh my god! So so to give some give people some context, we were talking about our favorite quotes uh, from from Shadow the Hedgehog, the 2005. Please be mindful of the 2005 um, uh, aspect. And and there's this, this awesome era. line. There's this awesome line when when I believe uh, the Shadow the beats stage. Shadow beats Shadow beats the boss at the end of um, the the second Westopolis, like oh Central City, I think it is, um, where you fight um, Black like Bull. That's the, end, the name of the yeah, enemy. Black Bull. Black Bull. You beat Black Bull, and his victory quote is "Disgusting black creatures, get out of my sight." <laughs> It's like shit hits different now. Shit hits different now. (laughs) Has not aged well. Um, That game has not aged well. Period. Although, speaking of speaking of like bizarre, like like guilty pleasures, fucking kind of love Shadow the Hedgehog even today, just for just being so out there. And there's just some, there's like, there's some clips from that game, like some voice lines that are so funny. Obviously, we always talk about the the taking candy from a baby line. Uh, the disgusting black creatures, obviously, fucking hysterical. That one the, sounds the, my favorite. The one, the one that gets me is is at the start of Sky Troops, which is the fourth stage. So if you just play through the the getting the goal ring and you do the neutral path, Sky Troops is the fourth stage you'll pay, play. It's basically, uh, oh, he says. This blue sky, staring at it from afar, have I seen it before? And it's just the most, like, what the fuck? <laughs> are, you talking about, are you talking about the sky? Yeah, yeah, it's like, like so the level's called Sky Troops, and it's a bunch of, like, ancient ruins turn into, like, egg care, egg, like, it turns into a flying fleet, basically. Yeah. And you play on that, and it's a cool stage, it's one of the, like, it's one, it's like the only good stage in the entire whole game. And he opens up with, with... <laughs> with just be like this blue sky staring at it from afar have i seen it before it's like yeah duh, you saw it fucking yesterday dumbass like what it's, are you talking about you've seen it a million fucking times shadow the hedgehog is such a special game and if you're a sonic fan might be one of the newer sonic fans who maybe got in like this decade go, go back and give it a play you're not gonna have a great time, but you'll have a great time. But won't be a f- you won't be have fun playing it. You'll have fun at the experience of it all. Because the game's short. If you want to do just one playthrough, it takes like an hour. Well, well, here's the question: Is it Kusokino? Ku- can we? Can we? I think Kusokino is a great name. So Kusokino is is when a game. So this is a, a is this thing, a Miles original term? Yes, it is. This this is a Japanese term called kusoge which basically yeah. means shitty shit game, game. Yeah. yeah and and it's a game that's like so bad that it's fun or like or so bad that it's interesting it's the equivalent of like a so bad it's good movie like the room or troll 2 for some kind of n- yeah Kus- kuso kuso I, i'm i want i'm this is in my lexicon now i think kuso kino i really like it's a great way to describe a bunch of games yeah kuso kino is a game that's so bad it's art because like when something's kino, it, it's like truly unique. It's fantastic. It's it's 
artistically inclined. It's like it's a cut above. It's it's uh, again, it, it, it has some sort of like artistic merit is, is usually how it's used. So like Kuso Kino would be something like Drakengard. Yeah, or like Deadly Premonition. Deadly Premonition's a big Kuso Kino. I think I think no one is gonna argue about that one. Yeah, I think because here's the cause here's the deal. We can all agree that we can all agree on the Kuso part for for Shadow, but the Kino yes. part that's the that's what we have to set on is is what was their artistic intent behind this game? I and I, I think it is not Kuso Kino. I think, I, I, think I can't it's... I cannot say in good faith because let's be honest. Shadow the Hedgehog is a corporate product. All video games are corporate products, but Shadow the Hedgehog is like next level corporate product. It what well, it feel it feels like the most market tested game of its era. Well, because you look at you look at Sonic, who who who's everyone's favorite Sonic character in two thousand fucking three? Shadow. Shadow the Hedgehog. What do people like in games? What's becoming very popular? Uh, guns. Call of Duty has not hit its cultural peak yet. Um, that comes later in like 2007 or 8 with like Modern Warfare or Call of Duty 4. Modern Warfare and then it gets a resurgence in, with like Modern Warfare 2 and all that. But guns are becoming very popular. Like Grand Th- Rise of Grand Theft Auto, just general edginess. Like Linkin Park is like the biggest band on the fucking planet. Just everything's edgy. We're, and, still, we're still in goth era. We haven't hit emo era yet. Yeah, it, everything's pretty. Yeah, everything's just super goth and black and cool. Uh, very like my immortal, disgusting energy. black creatures. Creatures. <laughs> disgusting goth creatures. <laughs> Get out of my sight. Uh, <laughs> But, but, uh, but with, with, with Shadow, with, with Sh- so like Shadow, as you said, market tested, just like most popular Sonic character at that time, let's have guns and like a motorcycle and it's edgy and dark and the characters swear and, um, also another shout out line, another great line, Knuckles going, damn, a dead end. <laughs> doesn't he murder Eggman? Doesn't he pistol? Yeah. So yeah. So so the ending. One of the endings of Shadow the Hedgehog. Actually, a couple of them. Couple of them ends with with <laughs> with Shadow the Hedgehog giving an atomic karate chop to Eggman, <laughs> and it'll it cuts. So he chops. It cuts the black and you hear at black the disgusting black and. Uh, <laughs> Dude, my laugh is like so heinous today. And it's so it's because nice I'm because I'm in a good mood. Yeah, and it cuts those to fucking Mike Pollock going no, and then it cuts it's to so like good. the it's credits. Like a, it's like a gunshot over black. Yeah, it's oh oh, and we have to talk. So when you select, so when you open up the game, you know how like when you open up games and shit. It always pulls up like a. It'll pull up like a text box saying, "Hey, like you need a memory card to save your game or whatever <laughs> the shit." And you press the A button, and it's a gunshot. Have I ever shown you? I'm I'm sure I have, but my friend Dax made a video where he he took uh he made a Hatsune Miku Project Diva F, not F second. This is important mm-hmm. to me. Uh, an F uh, edit. Uh, he made an edit play to the Shadow the Hedgehog. Uh, theme song, I Am All of Me. But the thing is that he, he replaced all the, the note hit sounds in his editing software with gunshots. <laughs> is it with the gunshot sound effect? Yeah, it's with the exact same gunshot sound effect. <laughs> and and it was, like, done after the fact. Like, he, he did it without hit markers in the game. 
uh, and, then, <laughs> okay. and then afterwards, he he added gun sounds in. And in also, like, too, the most stock gun sound you'll ever hear <laughs> yeah. in your fucking life. Like, they definitely got it from... <laughs> they got it from a library. For, for sure, for sure. Um, but yeah... Yeah, what what is because here's the deal is like the edginess of that game gets pretty deep. Oh, can we talk about the mission where you fucking kill the president of the United States? Wait, is that true? Yes. So in one of the missions, you you go to a the gun, which is guardian units of nation or guardian some of the nations. Uh, it's the military world military basically is called gun and. Uh, the president <laughs> is trying to escape a gun base and a, like a jet and the jet's being carried out in the track and you have to shoot down the fucking plane. And the president is on it? That the president is on. You have to take out the, the black arms need you to take out the fucking president. Are you a bad enough hedgehog to take out the president? Um, <laughs> this is amazing. How did I not know about that one? <laughs> it's it's nuts. Like, can you believe there was a game in like 2004 where, where Shadow the Hedgehog with a fucking AK-47 or like this huge ass 20 foot chain gun from Doom can shoot down the president in a, 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 the United States in an airplane after like 9-11 just happened four years ago that's I'm, yeah that's a good point actually fucking different time man you could get away with so much shit dude like saying those disgusting black creatures disgusting black i'm i'm not i'm not gonna stop saying that i'm not it's so funny because it's so out of touch everything about that game is so out of touch with itself like the, the to thing be honest the, it was out of touch at the time like <laughs> well well no because like the well uh, even even then if you said like disgusting black creatures like it's like you don't have to be a fucking genius to understand how that sounds wrong exactly uh, yeah like you don't have to be a genius to say oh shooting the president of the united states of america out of the sky is probably not something that we should put in our game that we want to sell in America. Yeah, in uh, yeah, in yeah, it's <laughs> it's so man, sh- shit hits different, man. It's so it's so good and like that this is why Shadow of the Hedgehog is such a fun game to like go back and revisit because you open up you you just don't know what you're going to get and you just play it and it, it's it really is just a phenomenal game. I would honestly love to, um, I would love to do like, whenever we finally meet up, I would love to do like a full Shadow the Hedgehog playthrough with you. You'd have to tie me to a chair. To yeah. Do that. Oh, well, I can just play it. I, cause here's the deal. Oh, that's fine. Yeah. Because here's the, here's the thing. I don't want you to play it because the game controls like absolute ass and I have enough mental, I, I have the, I have enough childhood experience to where I, I can work around this. So I know how to play slippery Sonic because I, I have a lot of exp- hours in heroes and in, in shadow so I can deal. But like most people, if they're coming from like adventure or like even like some of the newer 3D Sonic games and they go back to this. Watching them play is a fucking nightmare because they cannot, they do not have any control over the slipperiest, fastest hedgehog around. Well, he has soap shoes on, to be fair. Soap he shoes slip- only in Sonic Adventure 2. Which, by the way, I'm, I'm like super happy that in all the HD ports of Adventure 2 we've gotten that they, they have not had to get rid of the soap shoes. Because I would be <laughs> very sad if, like, due to licensing, they had to, like, change the model. Well, I, I mean, I, that's I, my I favorite model. Know. It's probably well, it's probably that, like it's probably not something that that they even like easily copyright because they're not using the copyright itself. You know what I mean? 
for a little bit of for a little bit of Sonic history here, Sega really did, or Sega Sonic Team, whatever they really did have a partnership with Soap. Like Soap branding and oh, Soap billboards were in the game. Yeah, if you go back that. and play, yeah, if you go back and play like the original on Dreamcast or even Battle on GameCube, uh, you'll see ads and stuff for Soap. And I was like, what the fuck is Soap? Like, and it's like, oh, Sonic has Soap shoes. I'm like, what the fuck is Soap? Like, I don't know what this is. And I found out, I'm like, oh, because Soap shoes are are like. They were made like they were marketed as shoes for grinding, like used for rail grinding. And this was the Sonic game that introduced rail grinding. So that's kind of where that partnership kind of sparked up. Well, I wonder, I wonder if soap is, is, isn't a thing anymore. And that's why they didn't have to use it or they didn't have to replace it. Yeah. So what they did was, so they, the shoes are still the same in like the HD port on like Steam, for instance, the shoes are just the same. They just switched out the billboards for billboards for like Sonic team, like just generic, like sonic team uh logos um they're a little less designed so like the soap ones obviously look better but it's really not that big of a deal just because like there's a whole big meme in like the branding of like because in uh in sonic adventure one i think it might be speed highway there's like a um uh uh like a billboard that says chow chow is in space and then in adventure two there's another billboard called chow's in space two with like a subtitle and I think it comes back in Generations. I think in Generations they do Chow in Space 3. And they actually made a short called Chow in Space for like April Fool's Day like last year. Sonic lore runs deep, dude. I'm so fucking... I'm I'm, I'm fucking uh, tricep deep in Sonic lore, dude. Is this what it's like when I talk? Only when you talk about like some bullshit nobody cares about. Because this, this is the most exhausting conversation I think I've ever had in my life. Well, I just... Listen, well, I listening, just listening to you go off about Sonic Galore is it, I I would describe it as a modern form of torture. <laughs> <laughs> no, it's it's not that bad. I'm just I'm just I'm <laughs> every time you have something like new as a new tidbit to add, <laughs> I'm like, oh my god, what well, have you I just, done? It, it's well, like, you just I just I don't even know how I got to this point. I don't know how anyone gets to this point. I'm just picturing like a bejeweled chain. Where you mash three and like the bejeweled like jewels fall down and knock over another bejeweled chain, and it just keeps just keeps going like it you just know keeps I, chaining yeah like yeah. that's you with Sonic facts. Well, well, here's the thing though, that I and then we can stop talking about Sonic. But the one thing I do want to say is, all Sonic fans are like this. Like everyone, all the shit I just explained is like very common knowledge to like big to like Sonic fans. Everyone's just everyone's equally artistic. Like I hate to say it, but it's true. Like everyone who likes Sonic has issues. Like has issues, including me. And Sonic is at its best when it appeals to all this shit. Because that's why Mania is like. Well, that's why Sonic Mania was such a special game for me. Because it was like it just took all this shit that like are like in jokes and memes and like the whole fandom and just addressed it in like a actual game. And the game was actually good. Like when I played like, I mean, this sounds a little antiquated now because already happened, but in 2017, when I'm playing Sonic mania for the first time and I get to the end of Mirage, uh, or when I get to the end of the first boss in Mirage saloon on the tornado and fucking bark shows up, I lost my goddamn mind. I give. Do you even know who Bean and Bark are? No, are they, they're minor. They they're minor characters from the comics, and they also appeared in Sonic the Fighters as playable characters. Oh my lord! Help and me. Fang the Sniper is also there, also known as Knack the please. Weasel. Please help me. 
I want to do address, my address is my address is Spotify.com slash crackhouse forward slash help. Also, I do want to say what, what one more thing about Sonic. I swear no! this is the last thing. I I actually hosted with my with my good buddy Billy, who I want to get on this show soon. I we hosted a Sonic the Hedgehog panel 18 plus uh at uh, an anime convention last year. Uh, the 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 show our p- panel was scheduled for for two a.m. Uh, and yeah, we fucking showed up and we did it. And we talked about Sonic for an hour and like ten people showed up and it was sick. Uh, and yeah, everyone's crazy about Sonic and we love it and it's great. And everyone just kept asking everyone who'd walked in. Like, why is this eighteen? Everyone would ask me the first question. Everyone asked is why is this eighteen plus? And we're like, because we wanted to swear, like <laughs> we wanted to swear and talk about bad Sonic furry shit. Um. <laughs> anyways, we got some we got some questions, Miles. Oh no! So the first one, and this one's directed at you, Miles. Doki Doki Literature Club. Three questions. Girl tier list. First girl, and then what did you see as Sayori? <laughs> Which I don't know the context to. Uh, Natsuki, Sayori, Monica, uh, several spaces, Yuri. Damn! How could you put my girl Yuri at the end like that, dude? Because she's fucking lame. I just, I gotta be honest. So you, I'm you actually really love DDLC. You actually oh yeah, really I think it's it. awesome. Yeah. Do you want to t- t- talk a bit about your, like your experience with this game? Sure. I mean, well, so I had a, I it was one of these games that everyone was like, man, you got to try. It, it was a Tiger King situation. Oh, for man, sure. You, you got to yeah. play it. You got to play it. Yeah. You got to play it. It's crazy. Uh, I, you know, I was like, I was like, sure, whatever. I'm, you know, I'm sure, I'm sure it's scary. You, know, you think it's like a, you know, a visual novel, and then someone gets killed, and then, you know. Yeah, fuck. Um, and then and then someone was like, "No, I'm gonna sit you down and make you play it." There's an old friend of mine who I, I haven't spoken to in like three years. Um, but uh, or well, it would have been two years. It would have been 2018. But um, he sat me down and like he watched me play through the entire thing. And I said to him, "I'm like, all right, I'll I'll do like a, you know like an hour, two hours, because I'm probably gonna get bored." Uh, yeah. And and I I finished the entire game in a day. Um, and and I just remember like. There, there was a point where, and it's it's the twist of the game, where, like, I went downstairs to get a snack because I was getting hungry. And, like, I just remember, like, my vision was blurry because I was like, oh, my God, I'm experiencing something fucking amazing right now. Uh, yeah. Yeah. And, and, like, and I was just, like, I was, like, shaken up. I was, like, I was, like, this is, like, freaking me out, dude. Like, I, it was one of those games where I had a visceral, physical reaction to it. And it was just because it was so cool. Like, I wasn't, like, scared necessarily. I was just, like, surprised and, like, amazed that it went the places it did. Uh, and, and it went the places it did with with this kind of... It's my, it's my favorite form of video game storytelling, which is really using the medium of games. It, it's a visual novel that's really focused on the experience of playing a game for the first time. Randomized events, things that make your playthrough, quote-unquote, playthrough really special and unique. Yeah. Um, you know, and, and a lot of like really interesting, like visuals and programming, things like that. Uh, and, and it has a very unique storytelling and framing device. Um, and so, so I was like, it was one of these games where I, where I went from being like, yeah, sure. Whatever. Doki Doki Literature Club, like whatever. And I was not spoiled on it at all. I was just like, I'm sure something spooky happens. You, you know, you play it for a while and and suddenly it turns out one of the girls is a ghost or whatever. Yeah. I saw the iconic. Yeah. I mean, cause here's the deal is I, I, I'm, 
I'm like kind of salt. DDLC is just a game that kind of makes me salty just because my experience playing it was like just completely it just was like a botched fucking thing because it was a similar situation bunch of a bunch of friends like oh we got a one of my buddies played it he really loved it same situation dude let's all sit down and let's all play it so we all got together in a group uh we played it it just took forever because we were all actively just like reading out everything that the character said aloud so it took us like four hours to like three hours to get through anything interesting and then like the the twist and shit starts to happen and like people had to go and we never got back together and i'm like well fuck i don't want to do the first like two hours because it wasn't really that interesting or engaging I, I mean, I liked it because I, 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 there was a cute girl in front of me. That was well, and, and, the, and here's the other thing. And I'm going to get, oh my God, I'm going to get ass blasted so hard for this. But I got, I got to be honest. We got to be, we're in real anime hours and we're real crack house hours. But I got to be straight. None of the DDLC girls do it for me. I like, do not really like any of their character designs. That's amazing to me. I, uh, I just find, I got to be honest. I like find them like so unappealing. Like what I don't. What's wrong with them? I just don't. I just do. Cause here's the deal. I, this is me with like vir, visual, virtual novels. Visual novels. My I I'm I just gotta be honest. If I do not like the art in a visual novel, I'm like I do not like the aesthetic. I do not like the art. I just will not play it. It's because the most all, like appealing basic anime aesthetic humanly possible. It's like impossible not to like at a base level. I just don't like. I I just do not. Like, I'm like, I just don't like how these girls look. I'm like, I'm not interested in any of in any of these bit in any of these hoes. Uh like like I know you're a big like like not Natsuki fan, uh, and I'm just like, I fucking I fucking hate this kind of character. Like <laughs> like I do you not... don't you don't like Sunrays? No, dude. Sunrays are, are annoying me, dude. They get so on my nerves. Because I just imagine... Imagine living with the Tsundere. You get so annoyed. Oh, no. I would love to live with the Tsundere, dude. <laughs> get a cat, dude. <laughs> I don't... Well, I don't want a cat because I can't have sex with a cat. Uh, very true. True. Elon, help us. Now, uh, now, someone someone might say, you can have sex with a cat. And I would like to direct you to your local prison. <laughs> hey! <laughs> somebody say prison? <laughs> hey, boys! I heard someone say prison. Uh, my I feel like my voice is higher pitched today than usual. That's bizarre. let's. Ch- <laughs> uh. <laughs> but I, but like, I just no can't. no. We're gonna get into this. Okay, what is there not to like about Sundays? I just don't like. I am just so. I've just seen enough anime, and by the way, is not a lot. I gotta be honest with you. Every time. I see, like, uh, because here's the problem. There's, like, Sundere characters that have a point that are meant to propel development in themselves and in the main character. And now it's, like, whenever Sundere comes up, it's, like, oh, they don't like the main character because of some bullshit, probably, involving a shower or something. And they don't like the main... What? What? So you're not familiar with the the, the 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 iconic anime meme of of guy walks in on girl naked and gets slapped. Oh, I was like, what? That's not a that's not a, a tsundere thing. That's like a little sister thing. <laughs> I got to check out what you're watching. Well, uh, you no, know, I'm kidding. It's like a stepsister kind of thing where it's like you walk in on them, but like the girl the girl is like shy and meek. It's it's never the the tsundere. I think of like Asterix Asterix War or like Chivalry of the Failed Night, a couple others. 
that do this. Um, fucking Persona Three does this. Um, but it's it's never the Tsundere girl. Yeah, it's it. No, no, in 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 chivalry and in 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 uh, I just swore it is definitely the Tsundere girl. Well, those are uh, outliers. I can find more examples. Give 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 me a couple days and I'll get you some get some data. Well, I'll acquire so, some data. But but here here's the thing. Like what you might be thinking of is a character with a tedious relationship. Like a, a Tsundere is like Helga from like Hey Arnold, where it's like day one they like this character but can't admit it. Yeah, like that shit's annoying. Uh, How is it but just annoying? Like the, it's so but, it's so attractive. I just 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 I mean, I mean different different. I mean I guess different strokes are different folks. Let me let me explain let me explain something to you, Sam. Let me explain something. Okay, when someone has a crush on me and they're like not shy about it and they're like being super nice and they're like trying to be like accommodating and coddling, it is one of the most off-putting things to me. I I would much rather a girl pretend she hates my guts. Because for me, I like I like being able to to not play by my own rules because my I know my own rules. My own rules are be passive, do nothing, and when people text me, be like, "Oh god." Oh god, I gotta ask to respond. <laughs> I hate texting people over the phone. I think it's the worst thing ever. I only talk to people via Discord if I can. Because texting people over the phone is one of the most obnoxious experiences because you're now like fucking dedicated to being by this fucking shitty handheld, whatever you're playing. If you're playing a game, immersion broken. Can but, I so- can I give you a, a life hack here to help you out in, in situations what, yeah, sure. with texting? What, what is it? Give so me. so so you you have an iPhone, correct? I do. Yeah, and I'm assuming most of the people who text you, you know, probably your, you know, mom, dad, family, friends, uh, you you know, in real life, they probably have iPhones too, right? Right. So what 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 Apple has done? One of the few good ideas they've had in the last few years is they've added these little reaction things where if you hold on, the this is super normy, but it's gonna help you out. They added these like reactions. So if you if you open up your message and you like click and hold on it, a bunch of things pop up. You can you know thumbs up it, heart it, exclamation point, bullshit like that. Oh yeah, I know about those. If if you're ready to end a conversation and someone says something definitive or they ask you a question, be like, all right, cool, um, um that's it. Hit them with the heart. Hit them with the thumbs up. It's done. You've acknowledged them, but you have not given them any reason to continue the conversation. You've ended it. And not in a mean way that's like disrespectful or anything. It's like liking a tweet, basically. Well, but yeah, more. But, yeah, it's. Yeah. I mean, it's the equivalent. I mean, it's 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 it's. Honestly, I really like it. I like when my friends do the reaction thing, uh, especially because I mean, a couple of my friends are similar to you. They you know don't really like texting too much. The back and forth is kind of weird. And I'm kind of with you, dude. I'm I'm not crazy about the texting either. Um, but what I like about the the reactions is it's just a great way to be like, dude, I saw what you said. I acknowledged what you said. Like, I actually read it. I'm happy for you, but I don't really want to continue this anymore. Heart. Move on. <laughs> but 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 here here is my thing. When someone when someone is, like, actively approaching me, right? I'm like, oh, my God. Just, like, <laughs> just leave me alone. Like, I, I think I am the tsundere, to be perfectly honest, in real mm-hmm. life. And it's annoying for me because I'm, I'm not tsundere. I'm just, like ambivalent really you know i i hear you and and so for me when when someone is like not giving me a clear signal i'm thinking to myself all right this is a this is a challenge this is this is a friendship that 
will that if I pursue it, and maybe even not just a relationship, if I pursue it, it's hard earned. Uh, it's based on building mutual trust, and it's probably not going to be horribly one sided. Um, and and that's that's beneficial for me. Like like the the one girl that I like, like we you know very slow build. Um, and and it's you know and it's like great awesome like i don't i don't feel like i'm being uh, someone's focus thrusting into my face and i'm getting pressured and they just keep pressuring me until i'm staggered and 160 if, times damage output if i and, wanted miles miles if i wanted a challenge i would i'd i'd play ridge racer five on hard like i would do something else like, i well i i want the challenge because what it does for me is it sets boundaries for me because that person sets boundaries for themselves and i don't have to do it for them and i have my own boundaries that are being respected because said person is keeping their relative distance as well and i'm like this is great we've had we, we, we mutually understand that we talk when we have time. No conversations were necessary. No real formalities were necessary. It's awesome. Versus, like, when I get a text from someone like, Hi, Uwu. I'm like, I need you to get out of here. <laughs> I can I, definitely... And, and, and it's, I, well, I mean, the, here's the deal. There's some elements of this I can definitely agree with you on, especially with like the formalities and like, you know, I want to be able to, I just want to be cool. I just want to be chill with everyone. I want to live a quiet life, okay? <laughs> I just want to live a quiet life. I just want to live a quiet life, all right? I'm 32 years old. I'm 33 youth, years old. You I'm 33 years up. old. I don't drink, but occasionally I, I no, do smoke. No, you're literally wrong. You <laughs> I know. Literally I don't smoke, old. but occasionally I do drink. I and drink. Also it's, I, I forgot like three lines. I he live lives in the north e He lives in the northeast section of Morio where the villas are. Where the are, villas dude. are. Yeah. <laughs> I, I can't believe I forgot that. I think it's just I I, I I don't know. Like, but anyways, like what I like about a tsundere character is that is that the boundaries are set. There's an inherent challenge. You know how they feel. They know how you feel. Uh, and and both and it, it becomes like a game. And I love gamifying life. I love that shit. Um, and 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 I and I like I like when my real life is made interesting for me because my real life is genuinely fucking boring otherwise. Um, I. And I, and it's like and 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 I I find a relationship like that where there is a give and, and take where there is a, a a complexity there and where where it is a slow build as opposed to an immediate fucking thing to be way more engaging in the long term and I find that really really engaging and I find that engaging in in a game where it's like it's clear that this character likes me but at what point will they stop acting this way and will it become obvious that's the interesting part for me versus like a character like yori or sayori you're like oh it's already there i know that the only the only revelation that's going to have is i'm going to learn about this character as opposed to i'm not only going to learn about this character but when is this character going to learn about me well I, and here's the difference between you and i miles that needs to be addressed because this is going to this is going to answer everyone's question everyone's you know this is going to just going to make it sense for everyone and just people need to understand that I'm 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 hella thick in the skull. I'm like thick with five C's in the skull. I can't read any any small. If someone had the outward persona of like they disliked me, but in actuality they're like actually we really like you. I I'd be like bro, I thought you hated me, dude. Like straight up. Like I I can't look that deep in. Like I'm very 
much like uh like please tell me how you feel because i because if i interpret because here's the thing i will i'm still gonna interpret it but i'm gonna interpret it fucking wrong and that's bad for everyone so please be honest with me and don't make me guess because i'm gonna guess wrong and you're gonna be upset and feelings are gonna get hurt and it's lame i've gotten to a point where where there's two distinctions between someone dislikes you and someone likes you in a way where where they're not there is dislike and then there is disinterest and disinterest is the one you need to to worry about when someone is disinterested you can tell whereas someone who who is a sundere and it's an act they will put a lot of attention and focus onto your interactions and there's a lot of intensity there um where 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 it's clear that like if some if someone's saying like i hate you like i don't like you you can usually tell based on the intensity of the interaction Versus, like, indifference, where, where someone's like, yeah, sure, yes, one-word answers, yeah, all right, oof. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. And, and so, so for me, like, that's really obvious. And when, it, uh, when I spot a tsundere character, I love the idea of, like, this relationship is going to develop in such a way where, where, where there's going to be mutual understanding learned. And I think that's my big thing is I just don't like people, you know? Like, I don't, I don't like people mm. romantically. I just don't, uh, really. Um, there, there, uh, there, there is like one exception, like j- just one. I had a, I had an ex-girlfriend and, and thinking back on that, I was like, I don't know what the deal with that was, but I didn't like her like that really. Yeah. I thought I did, but I, I just liked the attention where I was in my life at the time. Uh, yeah. I, I, I will say this. I'll say this. We, we could, we, we could, everyone on the planet can agree that texting, texting, texting people who you're romantically interested in is a fucking nightmare. And I hate oh, it. No, I want to die. Yeah, Literally. It's the worst. And, 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 the, and the thing that I like about, about a, a Tsundere character, first of all, is typically all your reactions and all, all the growth happen face to face. There's no getting yeah. on fucking Facebook messenger. And, and being like, hey, I need an excuse to talk to you. Can we, uh, oh, here's a meme. And it's like, you don't, you don't get on fucking Tinder if you're a tsundere, all right? No. Like, like you, you're essentially, you are essentially meeting someone. You're like, I'm interested in you. This person is not making it easy necessarily, but it's clear that they are, they're not indifferent and they're not annoyed or off put by you necessarily. I can. Uh, and, yeah. And, and so there, there's something of a. There, there, there's something of a, of a challenge there and there's something of a mutual respect to the fact that for this to happen, you both got to take it slow. You both got to take your time. You both got to crack through that shell. And, and that that's real shit. I can, that's real. I can really rep- I can appreciate I can actually really rep- appreciate this now that I've heard your explanation in like full detail. I can understand the the, the appeal of of actively participating with someone who has, you know, Sundanic tendencies. Um, I mean, has look, similar I, I do. characteristics like, to the archetype. I I have tsundere tendencies, frankly. Oh, one hundred percent. Oh, oh, I've been friends with you long enough. I know that for sure. Yeah, and um, and it's yeah, like like if a if a, if a if I like a girl, which which there we can divide the miles eras between liked everyone. You can and you wants to be left alone. I mean, one of these days. I mean, like one of these days, if we get to that point, I would love to do like a Sam Kingma presents the Miles J one hundred one lecture. That's Probably. that's the next podcast. Fuck it, seven hours, dude. Seven, seven hours. hours of relationship uh, exploration. 
But but anyways, Natsuki's the best girl, and 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 I find it so fucking bizarre that you just like don't like the aesthetics of the most anime ass game ever made. I just don't, dude. I just don't like the character designs. I'm just not super into them because like I'm, I'm not super to... into you, bitch. Yeah, no one is. <laughs> This man, this man, this man needs to pull over. His ass too fat, man, dude. Oh, Ooh. my lord. Uh, that bitch got to get a ticket. Um, <laughs> fucking enemy, dude. Oh, wait, no, I didn't, I didn't say what I, I said to Sayori, which is we're just friends. Oh. <laughs> she killed herself. <laughs> hit her with that, hit her with that. We're just, friend-zoned, friend-zoned. To the afterlife, baby. Yeah, I just told I just told her hang in there, and then she did. Um, <laughs> but yeah, Miles, do you have anything to say for yourself? <laughs> what would I have to say? I'm not a criminal. What you're telling me? You don't want to go to to prison? Lord. Lordy, lordy, hallelujah. Uh, no, I don't want to go to prison. I don't want to become your fetishistic obsession. <laughs> Follow us on Twitter. Hit us with some Twitter follows. I've got a couple of followers from the show who I've seen. I've got, uh, I've got none followers from this show. So thanks. Well, because they're, they're probably your friends. They're probably people who are already in your circle that listen no to the show. One, no one likes me, so... <laughs> You can follow you can follow you can follow Miles at your Diamond Dog. That's Y O U R Diamond Dog. Thank and you, you can follow me at the Daily Sam K. Smoke a bong, stay out of prison. Good night. Anime thighs when she opened up so wide, I got a twinkle in my eye. Asian pussy is so tight, I just really wanna pipe. Oh my gosh, she got them big ass titties, she's only five. Hey, hey. Anime thighs when she opened up so wide, I got a twinkle in my eye. Asian pussy is so tight, I just really wanna pipe. Oh my gosh, she got them big ass titties, she's only five. Hey, bitch, I'm about to fuck this cutie, so I whip out my katana. And I knock this little bitch out with just one hit like I'm Saitama. Why you act like you retarded, like little bitch, I don't want drama. I still hit when she says no, don't understand when she don't wanna. Hey, sword fighting with my penis like I'm in a fucking dojo. All these bitches want me like my name was fucking JoJo. Asian penis is too tiny like it was a no show. Bitch, don't watch your coochie, watch anime. With the bros, Salem though. with my motherfucking bitch. I might pull up, give those thighs a little motherfucking kiss. And man, if you talking shit, tell Ryuki you on a list. Yeah, your sister is my groupie. She take this anime dick. Okay, okay, like little bitch, I don't care if that fat ass is too deep. Score a bounty on that pussy. You can call me Spike Lee. Putting out fire, getting ice, bitch. I'm Todoroki. And if you got some shit to say, then you can say it to me. Anime thighs, when she open up so wide, I got a twinkle in my eye.